0: I want to read a quote to you from the United States Supreme Court. From 2008, when they were, uh, had a case before them, uh, Indiana had passed one of the first uh, voter ID laws in the country, and the ACLU and others sued, saying that this was a burden on voters and it was unconstitutional to require an ID to vote. You know, it's not unconstitutional. They don't think to require you to show an ID to exercise your Second Amendment, right, but to vote, it's supposedly unconstitutional. Well, the Supreme Court said, no, it's not unconstitutional, and they said this. It remains true that flagrant examples of such fraud in other parts of the country have been documented throughout this nation's history by respected historians and journalists that occasional examples have have surfaced in recent years that demonstrate that not only is the risk of voter fraud real, but that it could affect the outcome of a close election. And we have close elections all the time in this country. Um, I, I'm constantly faced with people in the media and reporters calling me and saying, there's no voter fraud, it doesn't happen, why, why are you spending all of this time on this? And, uh, I'm constantly reminded that you no, know, it fraud just happens. If you doubt it, you know, look at the North Carolina 9th Congressional Ri, uh, 2018 just four years ago, in which the election was overturned because of organized uh, widespread absentee ballot fraud in election uh, that the margin of victory is only about 900 votes. Or, just a month or two ago, the Compton, California city council race was overturned by a judge in an election where the margin of victory was one vote. And the city council member who won that election <laughs> pleaded guilty to uh, fraud along with a number of other individuals. And how did they commit fraud? Well, they used absentee ballots, but they engaged in voter registration fraud. They all claimed to live in Compton when they didn't actually live there, or here's a case that I'm sure you didn't hear about because the media doesn't cover this. Uh, Just a couple of months ago, a former congressman from Pennsylvania, a guy named Michael Ozzie Myers, pleaded guilty to bribing the managers of uh, polling places in Philadelphia to stuff fraudulent ballots into the ballot box in multiple elections for multiple candidates. Now, I said former congressman. He now works as a political consultant and has many clients who are candidates. This will be his second turn, t- turn in federal prison. The first time he went was when he was caught accepting bribes as a congressman uh, back in the uh, what, uh, 70s. Uh, you all may remember the uh, scandal where the FBI ha- had one of their agents, uh, act as a sheik, an Arab sheik, and they caught all these members of Congress accepting bribes to vote a particular way. So this will be a second uh, stint in prison. Um, we've handed out two things to you. Uh, a card about our election fraud database. Uh, we, a couple of years ago, started a database of proven cases from across the country, and by proven I mean somebody was convicted in a court of law or a judge ordered a new election because of fraud. We're up to 1,375 cases, and we're following dozens of others that are in the, in the middle of being prosecuted. And I can tell you, this is just the tip of the iceberg because there are many cases that are not detected, and there are many cases that even when prosecutors are told about them, they don't pursue them. Uh, Christian Adams can tell you about that uh, in, in Florida, as a matter of fact. The other thing that we've done recently is we have started a thing called the Election Integrity Scorecard. And I've also handed out a card on that. Um, You can go to our website. By the way, on the database, you can go to our website, click on any state, and it'll bring up a list of all the cases in your state. Um, The scorecard rates every state in the country on how good their laws and regulations are to preserving the honesty of the election process. Uh, you can look up any state. You can see how good or how bad they are. Um, the the best states in the country only uh, rank in the low 80s out of a possible 100 points. Uh, still, it's better to be in a good state like that, like Florida, than in a state like Nevada or California, which are at the very bottom of the list. Uh, Hawaii is the worst state in the country. Their score was a 26 out of a possible hundred points, which tells you uh, how bad the laws are there. Now, voters actually agree with all of us on this issue, and that's important for you all to know because you're constantly seeing negative stories in the press, attacking conservatives on this issue. What you need to know is the polling shows that voters want both access and security. For the last 10 years, The left has been saying that requiring an ID, that's voter suppression. Well, the public doesn't believe that. Uh, The last poll I I saw showed 84% of people say voter ID, of course. That's common sense. And that's a majority of Republicans, Democrats, Independents, and it's a majority of uh, black voters, white voters, Hispanic voters. Uh, People think that's just something that should be a standard part of voting and elections and they don't believe what the press and the left is telling them about it. Now, you've got four really good speakers here, experts, uh, who can to talk to you about the, in the, the four areas where we're fighting about this. Because we're fighting a battle on four fronts. We're fighting a battle in the grassroots and with the public on this issue. We are fighting a battle in the financial area because the amount of money being used to fund the left to, for example, sue states that do the common sense things like put in voter ID is tremendous. You're going to be shocked at how much money the left is pouring into this. We are fighting in the courts because every time any state passes any kind of common sense reform, they are sued by a dozen, left-wing organizations, and these days also, the Biden Justice Department, and we are fighting a fourth battle in state legislatures all over the country, and we're gonna talk about that too. Uh, I'm gonna end by telling you this. Um, You've been at a conference now for, this is your third day, and you've been hearing about a lot of very important substantive issues in our culture, in our society, all these things that Anytime the government is involved in any of those things, the only way you're going to get them changed is if what? We can actually elect people who have the right views, as we believe, to solve these problems. Well, you're not going to get anybody elected, no matter how good they are, unless you've got an honest election system Mm -hmm. in which they have the ability to get elected, and that's why the work on this issue is so, uh, so important.